with Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki. Now, Dan, race one, the Allied Express pace over the 1,200 metres. It's a tricky race, this race. I had to go into some depth to try and find a tip for it. And I don't know if Julie Jack Sparrow's value at $2.50 been beaten in one of these races by U.R. Lister, who certainly wouldn't go around short in this. Till Heaven's Rockin's been terrific since coming down from Queensland. Hard to line up Gumbauer Cup form in a 1,200-metre race for all to rage. And then John McLean is racing better than his figure form suggests. And Captain Wilson probably leads and gives a great side in front. There's a lot of chances in this race, Dan. Oh, look, it's typical of uh, the uh, short-distance races that we get at uh, at Melton Toby. Um, there are uh, six runners with the scratchings of Kiora Beauty and and Desi uh, G, but it doesn't make it any easier. No. Um, I um, B. Jack Sparrow. I tipped last start win at one, so got no reason to uh, uh, t- to go or look away from him. He's got gate speed. He might well be able to lead. He's obviously suited to the twelve hundred meters, and that we can tick off for sure. So um, Jellyby Jack Sparrow is my top selection. Um, but again, most of the time in these 1,200-metre races, my goalposts are a little bit wide. The mere fact that I tipped him last start and he won at 1,200, I think my record now is about three from 140. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's over the 1,200-metre races. So five is um, is my top pick here, um, Jellyby Jack Sparrow. But really, I could probably find cases for, for all of them, certainly all of the ones that you had, um, had made mention of as well. So... Um, five, Jellyby Jack Sparrow is my uh, top pick uh, ahead of uh, numbers. Um, three, Captain Wilson, interesting because mm-hmm. we know he's got gate speed and he looked mm-hmm. like a horse that uh, was going to go on a bit more than perhaps what he has. So this this trip might suit him and he, he might get over to the pegs as well and that could make a big difference. But... Um, Till Heaven's Rockin' has made quite an impact since coming down and and obviously uh, either either or, John McLean all the rage for me to try and fit into my top four, which was pretty difficult. Five, three, four and six. Five, three, four and six for Dan. I've got the same four in a different order and at the end of it, the $12 Captain Wilson, I'd be prepared to have a little roll at Dan because as you say, he's going to get to the front. He's He ran three Metro level placings last preparation. He's third up from a spell. He was okay at Bendigo. He ran six from gate seven where he went back and the stablemate won that race. Well, I think at $12 and four twenty, he's a great top two chance and a really good each way bet in the first. Julie Jack Sparrow, he's up a little bit in grade here and I don't know if he's just going to get to the front really softly and have it all his own way. So on all of that, and the, the other three, Till Evans Rocking, John McLean and Alder Rage are going to have to come from behind and Unless they go really hard, I, I, I just can't see th- see those back horses getting into it. So uh, three from five for me in uh, what is an intriguing little affair, the first race at Melton tonight. Race two is the Elabar Vic Bread Pace. And, well, again, uh, there's a few multiple chances in this race. Illawong Awesome and Cemetery Bay open up as $3.60. Uh, equal favourites and it's it's interesting to see horses like these as favourites because they're not really enforcers that'll just make the luck in running for themselves and I suppose a lot of people would map this that Stir Me Up should get across to the front and Cemetery Bay will have the gun run behind the leader but 
Intriguingly enough, he's got a better record when he races off the pegs than when he does on the pegs. Whether that's an anomaly or not, I'm not sure. But uh, for me, uh, Stir Me Up's going to be in front for a long, long way in this race. And wasn't too bad last week. Did a bit of work and uh, finished off in a sixth spot. And the sectionals were pretty solid home in 27.8, 27.2. And he was wide Stir Me Up. If he replicates something similar to that run last week and he's in front, I think he's going to be in front for a long way and the 7 and $2.10 is good enough for me. How would you say it, Dan? Yeah, look, it wasn't easy to try to sort out. I'm not even sure if I have sorted it out. It does help now you're mentioning some prices and hmm. how much better it is to deal with some uh, some prices. Um, uh, so that's obviously on race day, um, uh, but that that helps. It's been a while, Toby. That's for sure. It, you yeah. know, it makes me interested in having a bet when there's no fixed odds. You just nowadays, and you know, I can't speak on everyone's behalf, but I just don't bet. So that's got to hurt harness racing. So to at least have some prices out today while we're talking about the races is going to be helpful, and people know what landscape they're dealing with, and they might be able to to have a bet or include in. Um, uh, in this case, uh, you know, you're all ups with your thoroughbred racing over the course of the weekend, so it makes a massive difference. Um, the tricky part here is I'm not really sure um, what I like. Illawong Awesome is the one that's knocking on the door and ready to win one, so I went with Illawong Awesome. He's been getting some good barrier draws, <coughs> and although this one's a bit bit tougher for her, I should say, um, that this is a suitable race, and I think she gets a chance. Uh, the six, but that is the case for most of the others. Stir Me Up was pretty good first up last week, mm. and he's got the gate speed, would probably press on to lead, I suspect, here, and he can give a good side, Stir Me Up. Uh, five, uh, Heavenly Gypsy, I think, is going really well, and Cemetery Bay from that good gate is in the mix. Six, two, five, and one of my top four, but look, there's a couple of others right on the periphery there that y you know have got top four chances as well. Yeah, probably one of those would be Springfield Affair, and some people might look at a win at Mount Gambier and not rate it, but Lethal Louie, who he beat, uh, just came off a good second in South Australia in the three-year-old size over there. Julius Shadow, well, it was only 12 months ago, he went around $4 favourite or a second favourite in a Gordon Rothica race uh, 12 months ago, and, and Royal Speech is a nice horse. So that win in at Mount Gambier is probably better than the initial thoughts, and uh, three out of his last four, and... For whatever reason, uh, I think Kevin Von Duvet just has the secret to Springfield Affair and he just seems to race better when he's at home with Kev. I know he had a period of time there with Marg Lee as it's a long, long way for Kev to get to uh, Melton and back each week, but he's or to Globe Derby and back probably for that matter too. So uh, he's back at home with, with uh, Kev and uh, best of luck to Kevin who... Uh, is a remarkable and wonderful man of the sport, and yeah, a few other like. And I'm a shadow boxer could easily surprise as well if he got the right run. Uh, from gate seven, it seems hard to imagine that happening. And uh, it's funny, Dan. I just got a text on the uh, personal text line from Steve McCleave saying, "I bet you're happy that there's Friday night meeting and having markets open." And that was right as you were just starting to say exactly what you what you'd said. So Steve Cleaves on the money here with anyway race. Three, the Neverly R Stud Mare's Pace. And I, I just thought this race was really clear. And I'm a bit surprised Paradise Valley's $2.30, Dan. I thought it might have been significantly shorter. But Crimes of a Lady was really good through uh, the Breeders' Crown Series and had a really soft kill last start. But for me, 
Paradise Valley was really the the clear one to beat. I'm interested in your thoughts here because you you might you might put a bit more doubt in my mind, but I was really confident in Paradise Valley. Yeah, look, it's a good race for Paradise Valley. She's come through all of those uh, strong series against the top fillies, and she's performed well. Mm. Um, last week against our Vincent Kengo, uh, just never really got into the race. I'm willing to just accept that as a as an okay run, and this being more suitable. She's got a frontline draw, but whether or not she can make up the most of that draw, uh, I'm not sure, but maybe she doesn't have to. She just might be too good for them. Um, with crimes of a lady who stepped it up a notch, um, she had a good uh, confidence-boosting win last start as a $1.04 favourite, but she was fourth to Major Delight in the semi and in the final of the Breeders' Crown and performed really well. I think she came of age through that series. So from her good barrier, barrier number one, she looks the obvious threat. They were the two that stood out to me, five from one, Paradise Valley from uh, Crimes of a Lady, Mark Pitt uh, to drive Paradise Valley. I think uh, Rosarito Miss is going well. Um, she's well in the market, um, but she's, I think she's performing well. She's a bit of a Goldilocks, you know, everything has got to be quite uh, right for her, but she's got plenty of ability. And when um, the, the, the races run at a certain tempo that could suit her, give her an opportunity to run on, she often does and can fill a top four spot. So she's a must to have in for your exotics. And Norm's Lady is a good quality mare. Uh, Got to have to make her own luck. She's good enough to do that, so I've rounded her out into my top four. So it's five, one, nine, eleven. Yeah, five, one, nine, and eleven for Dan. I was five, one, nine, and eight. So really young, gifted, and black. Who's I've been a bit disappointed with lately. I'm just waiting for her to uh, come back to her best, but she should be uh, on crimes of a lady's back anyway. Where that is, I'm not sure. It might be three back the pegs. I think Mark Pitt will get Paradise Valley off the gate. He'll get across to the front. I know. Crimes of the Lady beat her home in that Breeders' Crown final, but Paradise Valley drew gate 10 and was four back the outside, and uh, the pegs is where you want to be in any race, really. And I wouldn't be surprised he got to the front, and I thought Paradise Valley might win this in a typical Mark Pitt style by 15 or 20 metres. That's That was my thoughts on the race, but $2.30, uh, yeah, I'd be uh, tipping her as probably my best bet of the night.